Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Welcome to episode 10 of the Bagels and Locks podcast with David Santola. My name is Chase Minorski. And after what could only be described as a show for the ages, it was wild. It was wacky. There were fantasy trades. There were shitty picks galore. We talked homeowners associations. I mean, stuff that I never thought would be discussed on this podcast was discussed. Uh, It led to what was a... a pretty uneventful, but I would still say fun evening at Whiskey Town with the boys. You know, from from time to time, it's good to have one of those when the whole gang gets together. But this week, uh, we're sober-ish in my case. Uh, we're recording the podcast, and it's just going to be me and good old Dave. And uh, I'll get right into recapping my picks from last week because, Dave, one was near and dear to your heart. I mean, Wake plus two and a half at UNC looked so good. Heading into the fourth quarter, um, they just missed the backdoor cover. UNC won this game 55-52. Yeah. As a sad Wake fan, I'll let you take the recap in here because I can only say as a better, when they were up 48-31, I was ready to rock and roll. And uh, then it was 48-48 the next time I blinked. No, I mean, I get it. I, I get why, uh, why so many people were on us. We were uh, the first – top 10 ranked team to be underdogs against a non-ranked team since 1993. So I understand why so many were in my inbox disappointed about how the Deacons let them down and uh, cost them a little bit of money. So I apologize to all of you. Um, and for me, you know, I, uh, I don't bet the Deeks and uh, that lead never felt safe. We blew a similar lead last year in a similar fashion. So um it really sucked, and there's not that much else to say about it. Hopefully people listened to us and said – when we said take the over, because I think I said they were going to combine for like 90 points, and they combined for 113. Um, so this was the easiest over of the year. Hopefully you got in on it. If not, you got to watch more college football because these were two teams that scoring bunches and don't know how to play defense for the lives of them. Yeah, and over was 76, and it still was a home run. That's crazy. The over was 76 and it went over by almost 40 points. Yep. God bless the ACC. So on two and three, three losses were in college football. Two were in NFL. I, I should probably stick to the NFL going forward because clearly I know something a little bit more there at least. Michigan State minus three at Purdue. That was the classic trap game and Purdue won. Uh, but selfishly for me, I'm going to be in Columbus this weekend. It sets up a very intriguing five versus 17 matchup between the Buckeyes and the Boilermakers in Ohio. Uh, speaking of said Buckeyes, I took Ohio State minus 14 and a half at Nebraska. Buckeyes won by nine. They did not cover. Nebraska string of close but no cigar uh, losses the season continues. NFL 2-0. Patriots minus three and a half at the Panthers. I think the final was 24-6. Uh, Sam Darnold bad. And now he's hurt. And the Patriots train is all of a sudden rolling again. And if you're a sports fan who doesn't live in Boston, that should make you angry and a little bit sad. And last but certainly not least, Chargers minus one and a half at the Eagles. I think they only ended up winning by three points, but I didn't get the line to begin with. 
Uh, Eagles, I just don't think are very great. And Justin Herbert's pretty fun to watch. Yeah. Um, on that Eagles game, I, uh, I agreed with you there. I didn't end up betting it, but I wish I did. Um, as far as my, uh, my weekend review, uh, it's a pretty similar story. Honestly, I'm, I'm betting a league way better than I'm betting college games. Um, two and three last week, Oh, and two in college, two and one in the NFL. Um, I took, um, I had that Arizona line plus two and a half that I took a lot of flack for toward the end of the pod. Um, so shout out Wancho, uh, Hope you hope you put a lot of money on the other side. Well, it doesn't matter because he's banned from podcasts for life after his performance last week. So he's he's podcast banned. Um, Peter, on the other hand, Peter, if you're listening, you are welcome on any time, and uh, we hope in a, in a month or so to to have you back on and get an HOA update. Um, continuing my my uh, week interview, I had Michigan State minus three, just like Chase did. Um, that, that was a tough one. Um, I continue to bet the wrong. What we knew it was a trap too. It felt like a trap. Um, I think we said it, but I mean, sometimes the line is just too good, and you, go with your you, know, you get beat by smarter people. Yeah. Um, I continue to bet the wrong side of every Auburn game. I'm going to sit the rest of them out for the season until I see one I like, probably next week. Um, so that sucked. So that was zero two in college, and then uh, I had Panthers plus three and a half. Um, at home against New England, I've been I've been riding this. Uh, Patriots suck. Bet against them every week. Train. I don't think I've won one yet. Um, spoiler: I'm going to do it again this week. We're going to see what happens. Um, I barely. Oh no, actually, I, I, healthily covered. Um, I had uh, the Falcons at the Saints with Simeon. Um, I'm going to bet against the Saints again this week because Simeon stinks. Another spoiler. Um, and that was my week. All right, so uh, we would be remiss if we didn't bring up to the fact that college hoops is back. Um, mm. I'm not picking any college hoops games for my slate this week, but I do want to give a shout out to my UCLA Bruins against Cal State Bakersfield yesterday. We were laying 23, and we covered. Great way to start the year as a UCLA basketball fan. Probably wasn't worth staying up until one in the morning last night to watch, but I digress. Fuck it, football is really bad for me. Basketball is all I got. We got a huge game against Nova Friday. Uh, but like I said, not oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I think I've gone on this ramp before, but UCLA Nova, it's the 2 4 matchup, second week, like the third day of the season. And it's an 11 30 p.m. Eastern time tip. Oh, gross. Where is it? I guess it's out west. I mean, it's in Westwood. It's just like, how is this not a 7 30 Pacific tip? Forget me. Take me out of the equation. I'm one of the few schmucks who, you know, migrate out west and then go back east for whatever reason. So I deserve the time change. But for Villanova fans, you know, it's an 11:30 Eastern tip, pretty much regardless. Like, what a fuck you to Nova fans. Take us out of the equation. Huge game, huge slap in the face. All right. So my slate this week, I got two college football and three NFL. Um, so I will start with a. Interstate matchup in the state of Florida. I like the Miami Hurricanes minus two and a half at FSU. Manny Diaz's job was in jeopardy. They since rattled off a few good wins. Beat Pitt. I believe they also beat NC State. Uh, This is kind of just to go with my gut one. Manny Diaz, I think, has his team rolling a little bit. And I don't think Florida State's very good. So minus two and a half. The Canes over the Seminoles in the battle for Florida supremacy. Where is this game? In Tallahassee. 
in Tallahassee. That makes it a little harder. Um, yeah, I mean, both teams, rocky start to the year, playing a little bit better lately. Um, Miami probably playing a little bit better than Florida State. Um, I'm not betting it, but uh, I don't have any real criticism. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I'll save it for the later picks. Um, start my slate. This is a, a pure vengeance pick. Um, after the Tar Heels ruined my Saturday, I figure I got to pick against them. So I'm taking Pitt minus six and a half at home against UNC. Um, I think Pitt's going to play a little bit more defense than we did. Uh, I think Pitt's still a good football team and UNC is proven again and again that they're not a great football team, um, despite what happened last week. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think Pitt wins this game by 10 points. I think people also got to remember, too, uh, I like Pitt to win this game. I mean, Sam Howell was the Heisman favorite coming into the year, but Kenny Pickett is very much still in the thick of this race. Uh, and I think he could use a standout performance against a team that's coming off of a big win, um, such as the yeah. Tar Heels were against Wake, unfortunately. Um, my yep. sister, I like that pick. I'll agree with you. Roll Panthers. Uh, my second pick, this is going to be the first game I picked on this podcast that I'm attending. Uh, Purdue at Ohio State. I'm going Purdue with the points, plus 22. Um, I think Ohio State's a better team, but at the end of the day, Purdue and their two biggest games this year, Iowa and Michigan State, they've kicked the shit out of those teams. I think Ohio State is going to win, but if you give me a three-touchdown advantage, I'm going to go with the Boilermakers. Folks, folks. This is a man that wants to make some money. And even if even if you want to judge him a little bit for, for betting against his family and going well, to the I'm, game I'm, and I, betting I, against the team. No, 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 I'm complimenting. This is, a, this is a long-winded compliment. This is a man who wants to make some money. And you know what? you got to respect that. you got to respect somebody that bets with their mind and not their heart. Um, I don't necessarily agree with you because I think there's a big gap between the Buckeyes and Michigan State. But, you know, I, I hope you're right just for, for – uh, for, for the way you're thinking about things. Full disclosure, again, I think the Buckeyes are going to win this game. Um, but, you know, I would be – I'd be selling myself short if I if I didn't take the three-touchdown spread. No, the only danger is you're in, the, you're in the student section with your brother. You know, they're up like uh, 18 points and they're driving down the field one more time and you're sitting there sneaky hoping that uh, – that Stroud throws a pick in the middle of the stadium. You know, that, that's, that's the, the danger is that you're kind of betting against your own interest being there and having fun with, uh, with the family. But I hope it doesn't happen to you. All right. Second pick after, after the, uh, the look at my moral quandary. Yeah. No, no, no. And, and I, want, I want it to be very clear that I'm a fan of putting your morality aside in the interest of financial gains. And I hope that doesn't uh, get used against me in, in the court of law someday. Um, next like pick. Spoken like your father's son, a true politician. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm taking uh, Michigan State minus 13 at home against Maryland. Um, I love this pick, which guarantees that it's a loser. Uh, Maryland has, has lost by at least three scores to every team that they've played. That was even decent all year. Um, they're not a good football team. They're not in the same class as, uh, as, as the – cream of the uh the big 10 um michigan state is a good football team last week was kind of a, a trap trap letdown game but um you know they got a lot of real players on this team i think they're gonna win by like four touchdowns i like that uh, it's amazing maryland you know after that 4-0 start 
Iowa went into t- College Park, kicked the shit out of them on a Friday, and they haven't done anything. Uh, to me, yeah, this is as simple as you put it. I just think this is a classic bounce-back spot. Yeah, I mean, it's not that Maryland hasn't done anything since that bad loss. It's just that they played shitty teams, they beat them barely, and then they played good teams, and now they get blown out. I think it's just they're just not good. Fair enough. My third pick, switching to the NFL. I'm going to go Titans minus three versus the Saints. Uh, Saints with Trevor Simeon looked solid last week, but, you know, they did lose to the Falcons at the end of the day. Uh, and the Titans showed. I mean, no Derrick Henry, AP, and Jerry McNichols are going to be a uh, – Jeremy McNichols are going to be at least a solid one-two punch at running back. But even without Julio, the passing game looked good last week. They're getting Julio back. Uh, and I just think this is going to be one of those teams that really – takes the shape of their head coach. Mike Vrabel is going to beat you down, grit and grind. Uh, and again, do I think they're going to be the one seed in the AFC come into the year? No, but, you know, the Saints team, I think, is really still struggling to find their identity. Michael Thomas was supposed to come back. He's not on the way. Um, I think it's, it could get ugly, but I, I like the Saints D to keep this close. And I'm going to go – or, excuse me, the Titans D to keep it close. And I'm going to go Titans by six. What's the deal here? So Titans by six is not the line for any of our confused listeners. The line is Titans at home against the Trevor Simeon Saints minus three. What's what, what am I missing here? When you describe it that way, it's, it makes me think like, Oh geez, this is going to be a trap, but I, I don't have an answer. So I, I have this too until about 10 minutes before the podcast, I actually had the Saints plus three because I was so confused about what is going on with this line. Um, I switched it back, but there's something very, very wrong here. There's something that we're not seeing. This is the biggest trap of the year. Um, So I'm riding with you, but um, I'm confused. So if anybody wants to slide into my DMS and explain this line to me, please do. Yeah, we would appreciate it. Uh, All right. So that'll be my fourth pick. If we both have that. Uh, I'm going to go with the Thursday game. I think it's the first Thursday game I'm picking. Uh, I'm going to do a little. So it's Ravens minus seven and a half at the Dolphins minus 110. I'm going to say chop it down to Ravens minus seven, minus 120. Um, And look, the Ravens have been winning very ugly of late. They went into the overtime with Vikings, with the Vikings last week. I just think Lamar Jackson is going to be the best player on the field in this game. Uh, Devontae Freeman and Le'Veon Bell both look solid enough for the Ravens last week. So the run game may well have a little bit of life. Uh, but to me, this just comes down to this offense was bad with to uh, it looks like Brissett's going to start again tomorrow night. Uh, Dolphins are in free fall mode. I think the Ravens are just going to steamroll them. Yeah. I'm, I'm inclined to agree. You know, I have my, my NFL biases and one of them is that the Dolphins are better than their record. And one of these games they're going to show up and play great defense and the offense is going to click with Brissett. I think it's less likely. Um, I don't hate the pick. But I probably won't ride with you just because I'm a I'm a Dolphins believer. It's okay. Speaking of my NFL biases, um, I've been picking against the Patriots a lot. I'm doing it again. I'm taking Cleveland plus two in New England. Um, it feels like the Browns should be bigger favorites. Um, or should be favorites. Um, so I was I was a little bit surprised to see them as dogs even away. I know New England's won a couple of games recently, but I don't know. I don't. I don't think they're that good. I mean, who have they really beat? Hold on. So let me look at the schedule. Patriots. They beat the shit out of the Panthers. They beat the Jets twice. The Panthers. I'm sure. I think they beat the Jags. Yep. 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 My score report 
knows my bets and it has a little X next to the, the, the team that played the Patriots every time I miss a bet. My screen is very red. But, yeah, I mean, they haven't really beaten anybody good besides the three-point win over the Chargers. I don't know. I still think they, they stink. I actually like this bet more and more. So this is a game uh, I actually didn't want to touch. Uh, I know, yes, what you said, the Patriots haven't beaten many teams, but they just – they look solid. I, I mean, to be honest with you, they should have beaten the Cowboys in overtime. They should have beaten the Dolphins week one. They lost 17, 16, uh, and they only lost because Damian Harris fumbled on the goal line. I know the NFL is a shoulda, woulda, coulda league. Um, but again, you know, this looks like a classic Belichick team. They're going to play smart on offense and dominate defensively. On the flip side, we all wrote the Browns off for dead. Baker's shoulder was hurt. Uh, they just released Odell. And what did they do last week? They absolutely kicked the shit out of the Bengals and Joe Burrow. I don't know. And Baker looked up- fantastic. Chubb comes back, or Chubb's got COVID, but Kareem Hunt's back. Ultimately, I lean the Patriots a little bit, but it's just hard for me to get bet against this Browns team. Uh, who credit to them, their entire offensive line now is signed for three plus years. Um, that's a good way to keep a quarterback upright, some good continuity there. So I think this is actually going to be the game of the week, um, which means I don't want to touch it. My last pick is going to be Rams minus four at the Niners. Niners last week, you know, you got shit for it, but the Cardinals were the pick. We were all high on the Niners, and they just looked terrible against the Cardinals. I mean, the Cardinals won 34-16, and they didn't have Kyler or DeAndre Hopkins. Colt McCoy and James Conner bent them over, and it's 2021 here, folks. Those are not two guys you want to get bent over by. I I just think it's it's a weird thing, you know, with Shanahan. He had the one Super Bowl year, but it's like other than that, I know they've always been hurt, but – it's a below 500 coach outside of that year. I don't know if the Magic's coming back this year. I don't know if Jimmy G's really the guy. And on the flip side, Titans took it to the Rams. I think humbled them a little bit, but I think they're going to come out firing next week uh, offensively and defensively. The debut of Von Miller uh, and just the thought of, and I know they're all not what they used to be. Well, at least Von's not, but Von, Jalen Ramsey, and Aaron Donald on one defense. It's going to be sick to watch. Uh, I think the Rams go into – whatever the Niners new stadium is right now, I'm drawing a total blank what it's called. Um, and they, I think they're going to lay the beat down. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm inclined to agree. Um, I was a little worried about a, uh, a Niners bounce back week here. I mean, it's still a talented roster. I still think Shanahan's a good coach. I'm a believer. So, um, you know, I could see them keeping this game pretty close and, uh, what was it? What was line four? Uh, yeah, I took Rams minus four. Yeah, I mean, I, I could see I could see the Niners keeping it close and covering, so I stayed away. Fair enough. And your fifth and final pick of the week? Um, I'm going to keep betting the Chargers because I think they're good. Uh, I don't think I've won a Chargers bet yet this year. Means but you do. That's exactly what it means. I haven't, you know, I haven't won any of my anti-Pats bets either, so hopefully one of them hits. Um, and I'm happy to be 500 these days. So I'm taking uh, Chargers minus three at home against the Vikings. Um, Vikings will, uh, you know, they keep games close, but they never beat any good teams. Um, evidence this week. So I, I, I like the Chargers at home here. I think this is a pretty up the middle, easy bet for me. I feel good about it. I agree with all your analysis. This was my sixth and final as we were doing the, the picks. 
uh, right before the podcast. This was the last game I deleted off my notes and ended up not going with, but I'm with you. I mean, I've been on the Chargers a couple times already this year. I'm a big believer in that team. Keenan Allen not practicing today doesn't make me feel great, both as a fantasy owner and as someone who's going to probably bet on the Chargers. But wait, wait, wait. Oh, you've Keenan Allen again? Yeah, I have a monopoly on Keenan Allen. How many years in a row is this? I think like how many years has the league been going on? How many years has Keenan Allen been in the NFL? Yeah, for for all of our listeners out there, I think Chase has had Keenan Allen every year for five or six years. What's your weird? What's your thing about this guy? Do you, just, do you know him? I just think he's super reliable. And he, yeah, I mean, he gets hurt a lot. I mean, how so far back? Can we look, how far back can we look at the league's rosters right now? Um, probably six years. I mean, you must be reaching for him in the draft if you get him every year. Other than that, it's like a, it's it's, it's crazy either way. Okay, update. All right, so I'm going through right now. I did not have him in 2014. I'm going through the drafts. The hard part. Okay, I did. I I did have him. Okay, and here's here. Also, keep track of the rounds I took him in. 2015, I took him in the fifth round. Um, I wonder if this is the actual, this can't be the actual draft order that year, right? Would I have taken Antonio Brown second overall? Probably not. No, 2015, that kind of makes sense. Feels, feels pretty high. Well, here's the thing, Antonio though. Brown. I'm looking at the rest of that first round, though. Jamal one, Charles, Antonio Brown two, Marshawn four, Le'Veon five, Forte six, Rogers, Dez, Demarius, AP, DeMarco, Eddie Lacy. That all kind of makes sense to me, except for the fact that it means CJ Anderson would have gone third in the draft. Yeah, which he definitely didn't. It's probably not input in the right order. It's probably the, their first round picks, but not the right order. Okay, I did not CJ have Keenan Allen in 2016. 2017. Also took all right. So not only did I get him in 2015, what did I say 2015 and 2017. I took him in the fifth round both times. That's good value for the fifth round pick. 2018, did not have him. He went second round, rumors. 2019, I have him third round. Reaching. 2020, had him fifth round again. <laughs> and 2021, you got him. So that's that's like 70%. I think so. I think the actual count was five years I've had Keenan. Five out of seven. And this year I took him in the third round. Shocking, shocking. Do you you like bet Keenan Allen too, or is that just too much Keenan Allen concentration? I love love Keenan Allen, man. He's he's just so goddamn reliable. Yeah, well, he's always hurt. So I, I disagree with that. But I don't know if that's true necessarily. Uh, you'd know better than me. Since 2017, he played expert. 16. I mean, he's definitely missed games, but he played 16, 13, 13, 13, 13 games. That's pretty good. Oh, sorry. That's that's his jersey number. Oh, this is even better. Since 2017, he's played 16. He hasn't missed a game in four seasons. And he always had Rivers? Yeah, I get it. I get it. I heart Keenan Allen for life. It's amazing your team hasn't been better than that. Well, With this much reliability. That's what happens when in 2021 you play in a fucking standard league and not a PPR league. Anyway, my pick five for the week. Titans minus three versus Saints. Rams minus four at the Niners. Ravens minus seven and a half at the Dolphins in the NFL. And then in the college, Canes of Miami minus two and a half at Florida State in Tallahassee. And Purdue plus 22 
at the Ohio State University Horseshoe. I like it. I like it. Um, I got Pitt minus six and a half at home against UNC. Michigan State at home minus 13 against Maryland. Uh, Browns plus two at New England. Tennessee minus three at home against the Saints. And Chargers minus three at home against the Vikings. Um, and as far as closing comments for me, um, couple of bright spots in the New York City area. Um, Giants playing good football, which yes. was uh, surprising and nice to see. And um, it looks like real gambling is going to be coming to New York. Probably not a time for this football season, but for next football season. So um, to all of our, uh, you know, DraftKings and FanDuel's that are scouting this podcast trying to sponsor, um, you know, slide into to our DMs with those, uh, those, those offers. And, uh, you know, We'll start a little bidding war. I will say go Bruins. Good first win. Obviously, it was against a mediocre team, but, hey, everyone's got to start somewhere. Go Giants. Mm -hmm. That was sick. What a crazy year to be a Raiders fan. Mm. Happy birthday, Ben Gilman. I think your birthday is tomorrow, allegedly. Could be Friday. It's coming up. So, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Ben Gilman. Uh, and Jay Schaefer, if you're listening – um, I plan on getting you so dumb hammered at this tailgate Saturday that no judge will ever let you clerk in your courtroom. Uh, and I already told your friends and they said they're all aboard for it. So good luck to you. May the game begin both on and off the field in Columbus with David Santola. My name is Chase Midorski. This is the Bagels and Locks podcast. Have a great week. Mm-hmm.